Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Sorry. What? <laughs> Did you interrupt the intro? What? <laughs> well, yeah, no. <laughs> no I, I was gonna say I always mess up when it says quick resume um, for for mean? the beat. But why? You know what? Carry on with your intro. You you good? You good? Okay. Well, you know, I just thought I'd say you know, just thought I'd welcome everyone. You know, it's uh, you know, welcome back to QRP. You know, it's it's obviously the best podcast on the internet. Um, the most mediocre podcast on the internet. Um, my name is Deck. I'm Bad Juju. Um, this is my very very um illuminating co-host. Eric O'Bwees. Hi, Tim. How are we today? Illuminating? Yeah, I'm going to start just using like random adjectives to describe you. Just do illuminating based on my on my background. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. That would, yes. There's nothing to do with my personality. (laughs) Well, um, I mean, you know, never here, nor there. To be fair, I am pretty dry when it comes to personality. But Hmm. um, but yeah, thank co host. Um, Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> You're good. Sick. I'm really not. I'm good, man. Not looking. I'm a little up. bit tired. I'm a. Uh, I'm a little bit tired. Um, it's. Uh, we're recording this towards the end of a of a Sunday evening. So yeah, you know, I've I've uh, uh, I've been and done with my weekend and starting to settle down for the work week. So yeah, on, on my uh, poor performance yeah you're gonna be slurring i on any other week i'd have been like yeah let's do this on a different day but so much has happened this week and i think it is this week that apex comes out is the season 10 so it's just gonna be a bit busy in the week uh but it's all right yeah 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 it's all right so you're you're okay you're tired Mm -hmm. it's sunday it's cool man we vibing you know we've got i'm actually really excited i'm really excited um, I'm hoping my energy levels are going to pick up as we start talking because it's been a pretty cool week. Um, yeah, I am hanging out of my bum hole. I <laughs> had so many shots. I had, Oof. you know, tequila, sambuca, vodka, the bunch. I made Ooh. so many friends who I'm never going to speak to again. Um, it's one of those nights, you know, one of those yeah. nights. Yeah. What would you? What? So you just did you just go out in in Birmingham? Did you? Bristol. At Bristol. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah, we cool, went cool. down to Bristol. We had like an Airbnb for the night. Um nice. Yeah, yeah, sick man. But that's that's kind of my story. Um yeah, so yeah. but it's been it's been a huge week. Mate, there's Xbox Krispy Creams, there's the Ascent has launched, <laughs> so is Flight Simulator, there's Halo, there's Forza. Yeah, I mean, you could just stop the episode of the Xbox Krispy Creams, mate. We I know. just talk about that for like a, an hour, an hour and a half. And Easy. I could. Don't put it past me. I could do that. I wonder yeah, what's going to be mean, inside I'm, it. Yeah, I was about to say. I was literally just going to say <laughs> while while we're just there. This is this is the story I came here for. Yeah. What is it just going to be like? A, it looks like it's just going to be a standard cream filling, right? Based I mean, maybe on the image I'm looking at. It's just going to be like a cream donut, I think. Um, but it's still pretty cool. 
still pretty bets good. are on bets are on i'll have to yeah. have a look. i reckon i reckon it's gonna be like i think it'll be green i think it'll be green on the inside so i reckon it'll be like oh. lime um something I like think, i don't think they'll do that because they did they did that for like halloween liquid. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man but i think it'll be green well, I bit into a donut, even Xbox themed, and I just a load of green sludge came out of it. I would be <laughs> quite. It would turn me off quite a bit. It's just a bunch um, of snot. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit weird, and it, it, you know it's just coloring, just thrown in there as well. And like, I'm not a bad, big fan of just consuming coloring. That wouldn't be if it was but... lime. No, well, I mean not necessarily. Yeah, that'd be disgusting. Ugh. No, it's not, man. It's not. I've I've had um. It's just like, you know, like even a lemon donut or whatever. Lemon draws cake. Yeah, again, disgusting. <sighs> yeah, donuts. Donuts. Well, I mean, to be fair, there's probably, we're probably not going to talk about that more. <laughs> like, how much no, more can you talk yeah. about a donut? But it's definitely a show opener. <laughs> we can both agree on that. Oh, I 100% <laughs> agree. <Absolutely. yeah. laughs> Sick. I mean, so, I mean, talk to me, buddy. How How's the week been? Are we playing games or are we just floating existentially through space, not really doing anything? Well, I'm doing a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> I prefer not to talk about the latter. I think that's a different I... kind of podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I've, I've been gaming. I've been gaming. But, you know, just uh, just nothing too spicy this week, to be honest. Just um, on the back of all the season 10 hype for Apex um apex legends you know i've been kind of looking forward to that and you you know when there's something coming up it just yes kind of makes it kind of just makes you um feel like that's the only game you kind of want to play yeah you know so like i i I did boot up and play a little bit of death store some more um little fire rhyme right there um (laughs) and it was yeah it's it's still pretty good i don't have much more to say on 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 the game i i did beat my first uh big boss um, oh cool because you have to you have to like it's it, it's one of those classic things where the story is just like there's like three big souls that you need to collect and these souls will power the door for you to get out you know it's that sort of thing so yeah, i've yeah. done one of the the big the big souls um i tell you you saw it in the trailer it was the um you know that witch looking lady it's like spinning around the giant yeah witch. yeah 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 so um but yeah maybe maybe an hour or two more i've I've sunk into it this week so not not too crazy um and yeah yeah just just playing apex um and the normal sort of work routine um and yeah i've just been a little bit more tired because you know i haven't been working from home so much this week and i mean to get home later and yeah all that kind of stuff so yeah 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 but apart from that i'm uh i'm good man I mean, have you how... been like, you know, other than playing games, have you been like, is there any like particular bits of news that you've seen this week? Well, obviously the, um, you know, we'll probably dive into this a little bit later, but obviously the the Halo flighting came out, which was, yeah. um, which I didn't get an invite to. <laughs> yeah, um, that does I was about to say because... Bungie, uh, 343. Yeah, fucking Bungie. Um, it probably is Bungie's fault, to be fair. It's always their fault. Bungie's yeah. fault. But yeah, so, I, and I shit you not, I mean, this guy was in the same room as me. I signed up for that flighting like 30 minutes after it was announced live at E3. Like, yeah. give me my invite, bro. 
This is yeah. this is dog shit. Who do you have to suck email. off? <laughs> to get exactly. Me. Yeah. I sucked off a decent amount already. <laughs> I think I need to do more. I'm like uh, halfway um, through the Xbox team. Yeah, honestly. it's insane, man. This shit's so corrupt. It's nepotism, um, yeah. But yeah, so that that kind of bummed me out. But obviously, I'd be watching some gameplay on it, and you, you, you little shit, got got an invite somehow. Mm. Man, I'm very valuable. I'm not... than me. <laughs> I'm not very valuable. We both opinion. share such an insane platform and an outreach to people. So I don't yeah. really understand why. I, I wonder if it was. Yeah, because some people have been saying it's random, and I will never know. But like, I reckon there must be some algorithm. There must be something. I mean, I fucking know, but yeah, oh, yeah. it does suck. Uh, yeah, yeah, it it would have been nice for us to have both been able to have played it and then spoke about it. But yeah, that's fine as well because a lot a lot of our viewers or listeners, or whatever, aren't have going to played it. So it, I think it'll be nice for them to hear your like how do things feel versus how they how do they look kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get it from both perspectives. There's someone looking in and someone actually playing it. I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. Um. And yeah, and then obviously the again we'll probably talk about more more about this, but the the ascent came out as well, didn't it? So it did. Um, you know, those are all sort of <clears throat> gaming news that I've uh, have, mm. have piqued piqued my interest uh, throughout the week. Wicked. And um, I'm sure you'll you'll throw many more at me um, in this episode as well. Uh, of course, it, that's it's my prerogative. I will do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like this... this podcast is just you just throwing news at me to see my reaction what do you think of this i'm just gonna start making shit up one day yeah (laughs) but Um, to be fair over the last year if i had if i had told you some of the stuff that xbox has been doing it's getting harder and harder to tell the difference between reality and like a trick you know xbox mm -hmm. releases a song about games pass xbox releases a Krispy Kreme donut what are you yeah. doing, guys? Xbox loses a bet with Skittles and manufactures a mini <laughs> Yeah, makes a fridge, yeah. <laughs> Put down the Coke, guys. <laughs> White um, powder on their faces. Uh, yeah. yeah, cool, man. It's I mean, like, yeah, cream I, powdered sugar, I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I, I just wanted to ask because it's obviously been not just games. It's been like gaming industry stuff. And there's been some PlayStation stuff as well, which I do want to cover if we have time. Um, but that's mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, this Ascent and Halo is probably some of the biggest things on the Xbox side. Um, yes. Yeah. On my end, because I know I I cut you off there before you're going to ask me. Um, yeah, I've had a good week. I've just been playing Apex. Um, really with you. I think what have, um have I played anything else this week? Yeah, I'm still chugging away at Mass bit. Effect. Yeah. 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 Um, and then obviously I've been playing um a bit of between <laughs> between passing out and being just stone cold drunk um i have been playing the halo flighting as well so we've got some tasty impressions for you exclusive exclusive take and actually one of the actually biggest bits of news which was a bit, a bit weird because it was leaked a while ago but i didn't think it was real was that the outer wilds is getting dlc um not the outer worlds mm. um not the obsidian game the indie one um, and I don't know if I've said this to you before. I know I've spoken to you about Outer Wilds before, but I, Outer Wilds is actually one of my favorite games of all time. That game is a fucking masterpiece, and it's um, mm-hmm. I find it hard to describe how good that game is and what it does to me. Um, <laughs> the soundtrack is like god tier. I don't know, man. It's so good. I'm a bit skeptical of the DLC because the game was so self-contained and so good. Um, I'm sure it'll be great, 
Um, but I just wanted to signal boost Outer Wilds again because fuck me, there's mm. nothing like it. Um, it's another one of those games that's like could only exist as a video game, couldn't do it as anything else. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, um, you're gonna be honest, I uh, have no idea what it's even about. The Outer Wilds, I, I, I literally. I, I can picture the the logo, but apart from that, I for, for whatever reason, I just stayed clear of it. I, mm. I don't know how or why. But... It's... Uh, it's... Fuck. Um, words help. The synopsis, I guess, is that um, you're an alien, and uh, after t- 23 minutes of playing the game, the universe explodes, and then you wake up. And then after 23 minutes, the universe explodes. And then you wake up. And you have to, in your solar system, um, you like float, you like fly from planet to planet in your spaceship. And you like go to these different planets. Um, and you like learn about this ancient race. This isn't spoilers. Um, and like what they were up to like ages ago. Um, and you learn more. <clears throat> in that same loop so it's one of those games that you could technically pick it up for the first time and finish it in 23 minutes there's no like barriers you just the, the progress is the knowledge you make and then as you do that yeah. you're like by the 15 minutes i've got to go there and get that done 17th minute i've got to be back here so things like that and then eventually you get a perfect run um there's no like combat or anything it's just um exploration um but it's amazing man it's amazing i probably completed it in like eight 23 minutes. hours <laughs> Two minutes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the synopsis. If if that, I, I would say, even if it's not your kind of thing, I would just have a look at it. I mean, it might not be because it doesn't click. That sort of game it doesn't doesn't click with anyone. Like I said, there's no combat, but um, it is sensational when there's nothing like it. Um, it's yeah. very it's very existential, um, and that shit that shit hits me. That's that slaps me. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's. That's me. Um, I mean, I guess I'll put it to you, mate. What What would you like to talk about first? We've got things. There are things to talk about. All right. There are things. I mean, <laughs> there are many things. Yeah, we, we might as well not not mess with the with with the list, right? Otherwise, it'll be hard to. Uh, I mean, we're we're both yeah. we're both a bit tired and groggy. So let's just let's just go with the list. Let's talk yeah, about uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. And how Maybe. you've been flying planes into our houses? I'm a terrorist. I've I've <laughs> taken out so many terrorist. people. <laughs> yeah, I I have taken out your house. I've taken out yeah. my own house. Mum and dad gone off the face of the earth. It's great. Yeah. So basically, um, they render in the human models and everything. I mean, the first thing I asked when I said, "How's Microsoft Flight Simulator?" You were like, "Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's nice." Um, I flew. I I flew into my own house and blew it up and. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's just, that was it. It's like, but that was you, that was it. You have to. It's like a riot passage on open critic, and this fucking man <laughs> just says like, "Yeah, I flew into my own house." Yeah. Good game. Yeah, you could you could fly into your own shit. I guess it's cool. Um, I mean, what what are your impressions? I mean, obviously, game that we already knew was uh, like masterpiece level. It's still masterpiece level for a sim, you know. If you're not a sim person, fine. But as a sim, it's like 92 on Open Critic, and that didn't change. Yeah, with the release on console, which did su- does surprise me a bit because I was expecting the reviews to be hit like a bit worse, just because it's a well known, 
yeah, because the, the performance on like two grand PCs still difficult, whereas it performs really nicely on the Series X and especially the Series S. So like props to the team, um, uh, Sobo mm. and Xbox really. Um, you know, ninety two Overcritic is is ludicrous. That's the highest rated. I mean, it, it's also the first next gen game that we've got from Xbox Game Studios. Can't play this on Xbox yeah. One, I'm afraid. No carpet bombing your mate's house on Xbox One. Yeah, the only thing <laughs> blowing up would be your Xbox One. If exactly. You this game up. It, it would just take off and detonate like a bouncing <laughs> Betty. Um, oh god. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really know what to say about it. It's hard to. Um, it's not my brain's just not working. Uh, like it. Um, yeah, it obviously it's gorgeous. I mean, you know, if you've seen, if you've seen, if you've seen Flight Simulator, you know what it is. You fly planes. That's it. Um, there's like lots of planes. There's lots of locations. You can literally, if you don't know, most of the game is um, streamed from Bing Maps. So it's like the um, geography is like pretty much perfect. Um, like to, to to the road. Like you can you can follow roads and like get to places from like where you've been um from like where you know rather uh it's cool i was kind of interested there's like free flies there's um like i don't know what they call them like exotic flights where it literally just plops you in somewhere cool like bora bora or you know like um the pyramids of egypt um uh shit like that but you just like, like cool. you just like kind of look at all and how pretty it is just yeah um, it just takes you to a natural scenic route you might want to yeah you might want to do and there's like, obviously there's like loads of switches and buttons and shit for like the people who are really into the sim side of it. But there is like an easy mode um, mm. where it's just like, we'll do it for you. Just have a good time. Um, yeah. So obviously I've just been doing my that. Fuel, my fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And I, um, I, there, there's like a type of thing where there's like loads of challenges and stuff, like the kind of game side of it, where it's like, it like plops you to like make a landing. Um, and that was surprising surprisingly fun i i did it i gave it a go twice and i've been meaning to give it another go just because it was like quite bite-sized it was like 10 minutes it's like five minutes of like trying to line yourself up perfectly um which i did and then i came in and forgot to slow down so i just approached the runway at like 150 Max. miles an hour yeah <laughs> like just it just cut to black and i was like you died i was like for fuck's sake i thought i had this uh, yeah, it was a project. So I'm actually excited to see what more of them there were. But yeah, there's things like that. So there are like game things to it. But I mean, it is phenomenal. Like it's phenomenal. It looks ridiculously good. Um, it it plays well. The frames are a bit like it. Like it's unlocked at 30. I think so. I think on Series X it like fluctuates between 30 and 40. But it's not a high response game, so you can't really tell. Um, yes, yeah. it's, it's not like a twitchy game. Um, the only thing is that because of the way it works with the streaming of the assets from Bing, is that when you get really close, like to the floor, some of the buildings and stuff starts to look like shit. Like it okay. looks like a, like a PS One model, but it's because right. you know it's it's literally streamed in. So because you can go to anywhere in the world, you can literally go there, <laughs> like you point at it. Just, so of course everything's not handmade. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, there are lots of places which are, which look really real. Then there are some places which aren't. Um, but generally, if you're flying like at a normal height, you, you can't tell and it looks gorgeous. But I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Have you, 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 you haven't downloaded it, have you? Um, no, I mean, it's huge. The thing, so. yeah, for anyone who does want to download it, set aside a day because <laughs> it's like, it's 100 plus gig. It's, like it's 130 gig, yeah. 130 gig. 
yeah, so it's 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 a beast of a game. Uh, no, I haven't installed it mainly because one, I just don't have that space on my internal um, right now that I kind of want to make for that because it's not you know I don't mean it any disrespect, but it's not exactly my cup of tea. Uh, I mean I think at some point I will boot it up just for the visual sake of it. Um, yeah, but you know it's not that high on my list, um, and yeah, it's just an insane amount of. Of, of my storage um that i can't yeah. really afford to to give up right now um but yeah you know obviously i do appreciate what it is and what it does um and obviously it just doesn't really cater to everybody and i'm kind of one of those people but for sure um but i definitely um you know props to the um props to them because it's it's insane and it looks great and um yeah, they they work some absolute wizardry to get it running so well on our on our home consoles. Um, yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> and this That's is like I think I think you knew this, but like the developer is a Sobo, which is obviously the same team that did a Plague's Tale. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, uh, right. sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, okay. Which is obviously like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? How it's do you go from? The same game. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. So, I mean, that team is like obviously really talented. It's been one of the teams that like have been pegged for a possible acquisition, but um, Xbox have like a ten year deal with them to like make games um, for them, and that's what obviously Flight Simulator is. Plague's Tale Two isn't, but it is come to date Games Pass, so just things like that. But anyway, yeah, um, really happy for the team. The game's amazing. Um, it's quite, it's kind of crazy to have a game like that on on a console because it's just the the tech of it is just amazing it's just yeah. amazing like you you when you boot it up and you're flying around you're kind of like what the fuck like is this is this real yeah. um yeah so yeah huge congratulations to the team pretty exciting um to have such a big um exclusive on xbox when was the last time we got a 90 plus exclusive on xbox i don't even know <sighs> Death Store was almost there. It dropped into the high 80s. Um, I think Ori Ori was like maybe... Did it crack 90? I think Ori did. I'm pretty sure Ori did. I think it was sitting at like 88 or 89. I don't know. I don't think it did. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And then um, I forgot. This was a first party pie. I forgot. This this whole section is a first party pie. Um, So... We've got the ascent. I mean, obviously not a first party game, but Xbox. Uh, yeah, it was ninety. Oh, no. Was it on Open Critic? Yeah, or Metacritic. Yeah. Mm. Open. Right. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, and that no, that that was Willow Wisps. Willow Wisps. Well. Yeah. Not, not, sure. Not uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, games. carry on. Fantastic. Yeah. Good ship. Good ship. Um. Yeah. Uh. First party pie. So the ascent came out this week as well. Um. <laughs> it was, and this was kind of weird to me. I don't know if you've like watched any reviews, but I um when it came out, I had it like on my YouTube feed, and I like watched the ACG review, watched the skill up, and they were like really positive. They were like, "This is like one of the best games I've played all year. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing." And I was like, "Jesus, wow, this game's gonna be really like to have really good reviews." And I went to Open Crook, and it was like seventy five, and I was like, "What? What's happened here?" Um, yeah. so it turns out it's got quite mixed reviews. I got on Open Critic, it's sitting at seventy four at the moment. Um, I mean, good, good. I, I guess I was just maybe it's a bit unfair to have like those expectations on such a small team, team of twelve or whatever. Um, but. There is one particularly egregious review from Metro that was a three out of ten. Oh, what the fuck? 
What the, I just I th- this is where I feel like this is this has been a thing in the past as well, isn't it? Where these sort of journalists and um, companies sort of fucking throw their reviews very different to others just to get more clicks and to get more attention. So they're like, everyone else is giving it sevens and eights. We're gonna drop a three, and people will click an article to see why. Yeah, rage. It's like rage bait, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I feel like it's it's probably a case of that, to be honest. Um, Because how how could the disparity so like come the fuck on? Like that's that's a game that barely works. Exactly. Yeah. I've I've seen. I mean, like fucking. Balan Wonderworld got like threes in fours. You're telling me that's on the same level as Balan Wonderworld? Yeah. The game that chugged true. at 10 frames on PS1 graphics. Yeah. It's a joke, man. So that is a bit weird. And it's a bit of a shame because ACG and SkillUp don't do scores. And that's their, that's their problem. You know, that's their thing. That's what they do. That's fine. But it just means that it doesn't influence the open critic score. So it sucks that someone like Metro has power of you like that, and that's pulling the average down. I mean, let's face it, it would probably only change it a few points here or there. But yeah. still, you know, by the sounds of it, they'd be giving it a, like a nine or higher, um, which would help pull it up. So um, these, these people are huge influences anyway. Skill up, and I, yeah. I, I don't know about ASG, but skill up gets like a solid 500k like views on that video. So, like, anyone who was on the fence about buying it and hears praise like that coming from him, they're going to purchase the game. So regardless yeah. of the open critic, he's, he's, you know, he's making waves. Yeah. For it. Did, did you, so. did you see the review? I didn't know. And, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of steered clear of reviews, um, mainly because I know we want to play it, mm-hmm. um, and play it together. And I know, uh, a lot of reviews to me are like movie trailers. Sometimes I feel like I've kind of played the, the game once it's done, especially sure. skill up as, you know, as much as I, I, That's just I comprehensive watch videos. Yeah, yeah. It's very comprehensive. He spends like a good 30, 40 minutes just really going into this game. And I feel like I kind of played it by the time it's done. So, you know, I think I'll boot it up Fair and enough. play a few hours with you or something. And, and then I'll probably watch skill ups review. Um, because I, I do watch all of his reviews on on games, um, and uh, I je- yeah he's he's kind of one of my favorite um, YouTube reviewers. Um, to be honest, he's he's yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. No, he's good man. Props to um, you, Skill Up. Yeah, Skill Up. Contact us. <laughs> be on yeah, our podcast. Hit, hit us up. Um, yeah, come for a podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so I've kind of been steering clear of it because um, I know we want to play it. Um, what have yeah. you heard? basically what what we've we've talked about you know just the the open critic the mixed reception um you know really good kind of average and then uh i didn't know about that three from metro that's a joke but yeah i i i kind of knew it it released um kind of shit heart and kind of lukewarm at the same time and just kind of evened out Mm. I, I mean, is this sort of score like what you're expecting or like what, what were you expecting out of it? Because it's a bit of a curve. I mean, percent. yeah, if if I was if I were to give it a score based on what I've seen trailer wise and watch we watched a lot of the dev diaries and stuff like that, um, I probably would have said it would settle around the mid 70s, maybe low 80s. Um, hmm. So it doesn't surprise me too much. Um, the, what surprises me actually is the the massive amounts of praise from from people like Skill Up. Um, you know, I wouldn't have anticipated 
people to be like, this is one of my favorite games that, of the year. Yeah. Nine out of 10. Um, you know, great. That, that's awesome that it is um, in, in those guys' eyes. But yeah, it, if I were to put a pin in it around sort of mid 70s, 80s, based on what I saw leading up to its launch. Mm, I, I did, I was hopeful it would hit eight, you know, there's not much in it. So again, it's one of those things like if ACG and Skill Up did have a score and we ignored that Metro score and took the median, maybe instead of the mean, um, to erase that fucking outlier of a review, then maybe it would be coming up to sort of 77, 78, but you know, whatever, it's just, it's just numbers. But um, yeah, I, I I kind of agree. I was hoping it would kind of hit eight, especially because a lot of the previews that we had like a couple of weeks ago were really positive like you know previews are preview and i think some from what i've heard like some of the um, downsides of the game is like um some of the progression is like a bit iffy and maybe a bit unbalanced um uh and a bit not not as meaningful as it could be um like the rpg elements but um yeah so i am still quite excited to play this i'm still very excited to play this you know from what i've heard it's like sort of eight to ten hour campaign works wonders for me i don't need another diablo right now um and uh it looks every everywhere i've like read is that it looks absolutely astounding and i've seen it on videos but you know you can only get so much from videos it did look very pretty yeah yeah so you know the people have said like it's one of the best looking games this year which is with flight simulator and the ascent coming out in the last you know uh week that's some pretty good looking games mm-hmm. um so, but overall, like it's still a good debut from Neon Giant. Like they're obviously an indie team made up of vets, which is something, by the way, which is happening more and more. There's like lots of uh, like small teams popping up, which are like splinter groups of like vet, like industry veterans. It's been happening yeah. quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I'm I, at the beginning of Skill Up's review, he was like, if I was um, Xbox or PlayStation right now, I'd be on the phone <laughs> to be like acquiring Neon Giant. Like that's how much like how much crazy yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool, man. I'm excited to play it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, it's a hell of a a, a debut game for them. Um, you know, even if I know everyone will look at the open critic score and the Metacritic score and stuff like that and be like, oh, mid seventies. But you know, I think you know that dev team has probably seen so many of these reviews from these these YouTubers and stuff like that, and you know, it's probably made them feel nice and warm and fuzzy. People mm. actually appreciate the game um, for more than what it is at face value. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, props, props to them. They've, yeah, uh, yeah, they've totally. done a fantastic job, and I look forward to playing your game. We yeah, should definitely. set some time aside aside for that. Um, in between Apex season ten, <laughs> in between season ten, yeah. There's never the time. Addiction. There's yeah. never anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, fuck. What was I going to say? Um. Oh damn it! God damn it! I, talk, I forgot. I was, I, was, well, I was talking about their debut and it being great. And uh, oh, oh, that's all. I was all oh, shit. I was just going to say it, it's on Games Pass. That's literally it. Oh, well, it's on yeah. Games Pass. That's just, <laughs> yeah. We don't even need to say that. It's just yeah. It's just we, by default. Every, yeah. It, yeah, by default, everything is on Games Pass. Yeah, assume it is, unless stated otherwise. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, dead excited to play that. So we'll do. Um, scores are a little bit lower than I think we maybe expected. A little bit, but. There were some, like you said, shit hot reviews in there. There, there. there were like one or two tens, a couple of nines as well. So yeah, whatever. Excited. Exciting yeah. stuff. Next up in the first party pie. First party pie pants. Why are you so dark? Where have you gone? 
<laughs> I uh... <laughs> you just dissipated oh, into yeah. the shadows. Oh, no, no, it's... <laughs> it's my um, it's my screen. It's like I'm in the majority of my room. Um, yeah. So for, for anyone watching this podcast, my main light in my room has broken. So I've had to. I'm using my LED strips, a fire in the background, and a mini lovely. lamp over there, yeah. and then my screen. Um, yeah. So that's kind of why I'm also wearing my blue light glasses, so the screen doesn't burn out my eyes in the pitch yeah. black. <laughs> um, I can't believe you don't so just yeah. have a jar of fireflies like in the cupboard. I do. Yeah. What is this? Were you fucking Owl City or something? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, just in case, man. Um, a jar of ten million billion fireflies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screaming. Um, uh, so there was some Forza shit as well. I don't know if you saw this. There was some Forza shit. They've been doing like um, dev diaries, some of like audio stuff, and they did some other stuff as well. And um, there was some. Cool... I, I've got the link there if you want to have a quick look on it. Um, but some absolutely gorgeous like screenshots of the game. I was. You cannot convince me that they're not real screenshots. Like they're this. Yeah. It's too good. Um, but what the main takeaway was from the newest dev diary is that of the, there are 11 biomes um, ranging from canyons to farmland, jungle, desert, uh, coast, swamp, urban city, volcano. I think we saw some of that in the E3 trailer as well. Um, but if you get a chance, you know, go and have a look at those. Um, they're on their I'm Twitter. Now. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. God, there's so much detail. The swamp, the swamp. <laughs> my God, that looks my stunning. swamp. <laughs> oh my God, the algae on the water. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Jiminy crickets, bro. <laughs> That's the first time you'll ever hear me say Jiminy Crickets. That's just how shocked I am. Yeah, that's how you know he's impressed when he pulls out the old JC. Oh my god, and the farmland. It's like Ghost of Tsushima. Wait, yeah, yeah, Ghost yeah. of Tsushima wishes it looked that good. Yeah, yeah. It's and true. that game does look good. Yeah, exactly. It's not even shade. Oh my god. It's nuts, isn't it? It's absolutely that's nuts. That's insane. Nah. No, I'm actually convinced they're not. I'm yeah, I, I think. Can you imagine if they just took photos of official QR? Yeah, yeah, they just went and took photos, and they're like, "Yeah, this isn't game. No biggie, no biggie. Yeah. This isn't game. Pre-order now." <laughs> yeah, get going. Uh, yeah, so that happened, um, and obviously it looks great. So I mean, this is like we're getting lots of good-looking games at the very least. Oh, I've just booted it up as well. Fuck me, it looks so good. The swamp is by far the best-looking one. The um, there's like a gif. At the imagine top. if like. X, uh, Microsoft were just like, hey, who wait, who makes uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator again? Sobo. Yeah, he they're, they're just like, hey, why don't you touch dicks with, um, with playground games, and uh, and Oof. make another flight simulator like these? Imagine these yeah. two like working together because they're yeah. so they're I, so yeah, I... good at scenery. Yeah, playground games. It's, it's disgusting. It, it wouldn't su- surprise me if they did end up expanding Flight Simulator into just like a full-on vehicle simulator, and you could just drive around yeah. the world, like just yeah. how like you can with flying around the world. But, yeah, um, yeah, no, for sure. I'm trying to find that swamp one now I... because it's... 
Wait, it's just on. It's just on the link you said. If you uh, yeah, you, yeah, uh, you it's have, just and you just scroll down. My computer is just being a, a twat. It's just like an ages. Oh okay. yeah. Oh wow. It, it it's by far the best in my Look opinion. Out. It just looks absolutely incredible. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have to put this on and screen. To be fair, and post. yeah, we yeah we we might do. We might need to do a little bit of editing and throw that's, throw some of that those on. That's fine. Um, Look at like the depth of the twigs on the floor. Do you know what I mean? Like they, it's I, not like yeah. flat. They've got depth, like individual depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I could step on them. I could hear the crunching. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that looks insane, man. Gorgeous. Like, I, 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 I'm very, very excited for for Forza Horizon Five. Yeah, um, Forza Horizon. You know, for 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 more for more than just the fact that it just looks amazing. Like I'm quite excited for that um, that custom game feature. Like um, oh yeah like forge essentially in forza i think that was such a cool idea um and will really add a lot more sort of creative fun and sort of because i mean it's still it takes away from the racing sim and makes it a bit more fun and that to me is just them leaning even more into the fun the fun aspect of it um yeah and i think that's really cool so i'm very excited for that and obviously it's games pass so hacks bro can't hurt can't, can't remember the last time I spent money on games. Death well, Store. I spent. Yeah, that's true. Resident Evil. Oh, it just cocklocked me there. <laughs> right. <stop>. Revenant Heirloom. <laughs> Sorry. God, don't remind me. Revenant Heirloom. That was yeah. that was a dark day for me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I bought that. I don't even play him. All right. Anyway, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> up on. next. Up next. Um, we. So, I mean, maybe I'll move this to the bottom, actually. There was, like... So, the previous CEO of PlayStation, Sean Layden, he left at the beginning of... Or the end of the last gen, and Jim Ryan took over. And generally, pretty chill guy. He went on the record. He had an interview this week. It was a bit weird. He said a couple of weird things, I would say. A bit weird. Maybe a bit controversial. I think maybe we'll come back to it, though, because I've got kind of a Sony section at the end. Like I said, if we've got time, I'd like to speak about it. But it seems a bit weird to just talk about it here. But we'll we'll come back around to that, you know including the possibility of Horizon Forbidden West being delayed and um, PlayStation giving you like an 18-step guide for how to uh, expand your storage. It's pretty... Um, Whoa. Pretty shit, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. It's, it's shit, huh? Well, I, it's just so co- complicated. You need to take the console apart, like with a screw. Oh... Because they oh, don't have okay, proprietary yes. shit. They're like, and they're like, oh, here's a list of ones you can maybe use. Also, if you're getting a good one, you need to buy a separate heat sink and s- like staple it to the PlayStation. Great. I know. Isn't the entire point of buying a home console. That yes. You, just, you, you get it. You plug it in, you're done. Otherwise, we'd all be PC gamers. Let's be real. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I mean, I, I could be a PC gamer. I know how to build a PC, but like, I just for the convenience sake I just I just buy consoles, home consoles. Yeah. Hold that it thought. Kind of we will come back to this. You're making a great point, man. I, I hate to do this to you, but we will come you back to do, this. You always do though. <laughs> no, I don't. That's I not quit. true. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, sick. So there's all of that. Um I also um fuck, hang on, was that I guess we're on to Halo now. We're on to Halo now. Hey, we did it. Congrats. Good job, everyone. Yay, Halo. All um, right, it's well, been... you, you lead this shit, man. You go. It's It's been six years since Halo 5. Um, do you know what I'm learning about myself a little bit? Um, oh, God. 
<laughs> this is we're getting very deep, you know, a bit of self-learning. Um, not really. I just mean, turns out I like am more emotionally connected to Halo than I thought I was. Because I know some people are like really, like really, like it was like their childhood. And like we played it a bit when we were younger. We, I probably played it. I'm probably not giving it enough credit. We I did play it a lot. Obviously, we played it a lot. I never played, played Halo loads. Two though. Three and like Reach were like the big ones for me. Um, I did like four, but obviously didn't play as much as the other ones. And same goes for five. Played through all the campaigns. Played Master Chief Collection. All of that. Um, and like, I will just start by saying because like the the music is so god tier. It's like not even. Um, it's. I don't even know how to describe it. You know, please try because I didn't get <laughs> fucking invite. <laughs> so please try. It goes something like this. Oh, <laughs> <No> describe. Okay. <laughs> well, that's um, just regular Halo. Well, okay. Well, you know my scale. Which is my amazing. My scale is like um, near automata god tier, uh, and it's near automata god tier tier so yeah my god it, yeah no no it's amazing like all of them because they have like four composers working on the game they've got like a couple of dudes from the previous centuries and, and the music of halo has always been good so that's not a change uh, but they've also got gareth coker who did all the ori the music for ori as well he's he's on, on the project as well um and you can tell because like it has a couple of like really subtle um like swings to it that are just really like emotive and it's it so a lot of the music in there is like like remixes on old ones and they're like slightly more synthy and a bit more like like hints of like electric as well like electronic um it's hard to describe because it is just that good it's so good um just like the menu music um and i know i'm not alone like i've listened to other podcasts where people felt the same way and I, i you know i sent you that link did you see it? It was like, it's that scene from Interstellar where Matthew McConaughey yeah. is like watching the screen and it's like his kids like growing old and they're dying because he's been in space, you know, like time is passing quicker for him and he's just like crying <laughs> and listening to the music. It's so good. Um, wow. Jesus. Yeah. So I, I will start by saying that like proper God tier music. I mean, literally this is only based on like the menu music, but if that's what the guest of the game is like, boy, we eating, we drinking, we coming back for seconds. We're getting dessert. <laughs> We're going home. We're ordering Krispy Kremes Xbox edition. It's good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, nice. So, I mean, obviously, like, I, I, I'm finding it hard to know where to start um, because it was only in the last week we had like a reveal. There was like five separate videos on what will be in the flight, um, and essentially, it's four v four versus bots. So you play with other people versus bots. Um, you can go into the firing range. But it's, I actually didn't know this. It's not just the firing range. There's, like, weapon drills. So you can, like, choose a weapon and you shoot and then you get a score and you get, like, one, one to three stars, which is really nice. It's a, it's a nice little touch. Um, mm. There was the battle pass walkthrough, Spartan customization overview as well. And we saw some gameplay of it running on Xbox One for the first time, too. So there was all of that. And then, obviously, as part of that, we got to test it this weekend. And by the time this is uploaded, it probably will have ended already. So I guess what... Because I don't want to just talk for the next ten minutes with with no input from my boy. So, like, what as someone who's like been watching it, what have you been thinking, and what can I answer? <laughs> Damn, 
This was your segment. I was just going to go. <laughs> you just tuned out, haven't you? You've just, <laughs> just like put no, on no. music. <laughs> yeah, I put on the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, mm. No, no, no. So, okay, from from what I've been looking at, it just looks really fucking fun, right? Um, and I guess how how well does all the the gadgets and stuff like that sort of flow is it very smooth into the gameplay does it the is, equipment do you trans yeah, yeah 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 the equipment yeah um does it yeah is the transition quite quite smooth it's 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 just so nice. it feels and it just <clears throat> flows nicely yeah it feels surprisingly fresh you know and i don't it has no right to feel fresh um yes is how what i would say um and it's for a few reasons. Like there's, they've like changed how. So obviously, like in the usual Halo, there's like pads on the floor. That's where you find your power weapons, um, your equipment, and and all of that. I think actually, yeah. So all the stuff that's on the floor is equipment. So the equipment that we've seen so far is grapple hook, drop wall, uh, pulse, like the recon scan thing that was new today, um, the active camo overshields. There's definitely something I'm forgetting. <clears throat> Don't know. But yeah, so they're on the floor and then the power weapons are all on like weapon racks on the wall. Um, and so that can be anything varying. That's basically everything. Like all weapons are like on a rack on the, on the wall and they're all treated as power weapons. So from the BR to the Needler uh, to the new like Ravager, um, I'm pretty sure they're always on the wall. There are a couple of exceptions to that now that I think about it. <clears throat> And those weapons can be like, um, like blown, like in the trailer with a grenade, so it comes towards you. I just took a clip uh, of me doing that earlier. Actually, fucking smacked the gravity hammer over to me and caught it. It was, it was sick. Yeah, it feels really good, man. I mean, flow is really nice. Like I said, it, it does feel surprisingly fr- fresh. And what is really nice is that because you have power weapons and equipment, you get like it like doubles like the order, like the variety. If not more, because like it's just you know it's um it's like multiplicative, multiplicative. Mul- sure. Mm. It does the big Multiball. times. <laughs> it does the big times. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but so like as opposed to they're like just getting a grab hammer or like just getting a grapple hook, you can have a grapple hook with a fucking grab hammer, and that is so cool. Mm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And this, so there's like times where I've like had a drop wall, and like then I've had a ravager, which is like this big AOE. Um, this new gun and that's been like you just sit behind it launching and it leaves like globs of like shit on the floor that does damage over time which is new for Halo in and of itself but things like that um, I really like that and I, cause I remember us saying in like uh, coming off the back of E3 we were hoping that um, the stuff the equipment and the weapons were different every time you played and it is like it's never fixed so it's not always a sniper yeah. in that place. It's a bit different on the map. And again, that just adds so much variety because you don't know what you're going into or what that combination is going to be. Um, is it going to do the thing where, you know, when you like load into the map, it will it will display what's what's on show? So it will just, you know, yeah. it will like float over the sniper, it will float over the spy car, you know, what, what equipment, right. grapple. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it shows you the big ones, but like I quite like that everything that isn't in your arms when you start the game is treated as a power weapon. I, I, maybe it's been like this in other games before, but it's like it has its own pad. Like even like um, plasma grenades, 
have like their own little pad. Like yeah. So they're just very and obviously like they bounce around if they get hit as well. Um stuff like that. So I, I just quite liked that. Um and spike grenades. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about spike grenades. I never gave a shit about spike grenades. I don't they didn't do anything. They sucked. In Halo 3 they no. sucked. Didn't do anything. They're just yeah. worse frags. Um in this, you toss it like a throwing knife. It's so oh. cool. So like it flies through the air like vertically and spins. Um and like if you you can stick with it and it just just like, you know, it like sticks out of them directly <laughs> and then it blows up and then like you see like loads of little orange needles like flying around and that's what I mean it's a one shot kill if you stick. Um but they just yeah. they just feel so good to use. They go like quicker and flatter as opposed to like loopier mm-hmm. like with plasmas. Um mm-hmm. they're just really fun to use and things like that. So like grenades and obviously it's like maybe the third part of that like equipment, power weapon, and then grenades. Like all of that coming together for like loads of variety feels so good. There is one more equipment nice. I can't think of, man. It's really annoying me. Well, well, It'll come well back to me. while you think on it, yeah. Um, I was also going to ask about the um, the overall like pacing of everything. How does it feel? Does it feel quicker? Than, than Halo Five, does it feel like like both in terms of movement and I guess TTK, you know, it, and like just fa- f- factor in everything you would pick up as you go through the game, you know, like just try and give me like an an overall like start to finish game, you know, does how how does how does it feel speed wise? Yeah. Um... So in terms of the pacing of like the moment to moment gameplay, like shoot, like combat, yeah, um, yeah. That I remember seeing like some of the first reactions when we started seeing it because like some pros were playing and like the TTK seemed like quite quick, not mega quick, but quite quick. And like people were like, "Oh my god, like TTK is so quick! What is this COD?" So mm. there were there was like some mixed feelings about it but since playing it that's kind of all gone down because i mean obviously we were watching pros who like big like ping heads for a living do you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah um i don't feel like the time to kill is that quick it feels good I'm, i I find it hard to like um i, I don't know how else to describe it like it, it's definitely not too slow i don't think how is it compared to halo 5 mm. feel- maybe Similar. I mean, the thing is, it's very similar to Halo 5 in a lot of ways to Infinite. Like, it's it's somewhere between 5 and 3. I'm not sure where it is on the scale. Um, but yeah. Halo 5 felt very good. You know what I mean? Like, the pacing of those fights felt very good. If you didn't like the armor abilities, I mean, that's fine. Obviously, they're gone now. But, like, generally, the time to kill, I, th- I thought, in Halo 5 did feel good. Um, and, the, like, because I think it is a bit slower in Infinite now that I think about it. Because in 5... Time to kill was quicker to compensate for the fact that there was so much mobility, like with the thrusters and the hover and the fast sprinting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's a bit slower, is what I would say. Um. But that's ignoring the power weapons and the equipment and everything. Movement feels really good as well. Um. I don't know if you've seen. There's been like this whole thing about people looking at sprint. Sprint does basically fucking nothing. It's there. You, you go like maybe ten percent quicker. Like it's a really weak sprint, but it's there. Like yeah. if you want to get out somewhere, you still use it. Like you're not gonna not use it. Um, yeah. And just like strafing and walking, I found myself doing that more often than not. And I know these are smaller maps, so you're more inclined 
to do that to keep your gun up. Um, yeah. But I like how that feels as well. It does feel nice that you, like most of your fights are just kind of, it's like kind of that classic Halo strafing and crouch. Oh, this sounds so stupid, but crouching feels really good. Halo's always been weird with crouching. Like you have to like <laughs> hold it. If you get shot, you stand up, like just weird shit. I could, sp- I could properly like spam it like, um, like we do in Apex, like bag shot. Um, yeah. Same with the jumping. Jump feels good as well. Um, yeah, I don't really know if I'm answering any of your question really. I'm, but No, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And it, I guess there's just like bursts of speed, right? When you get like the grapple hook and stuff like that, which which helps the equipment feel powerful, right? Um, mm. Which is the entire point of it. You wouldn't want a grapple hook to be underwhelming, right? You'd want to fling yourself a decent yeah. distance or get and, height on someone. Yeah, and, and a couple of the equipments um, have... I think most of them do have more than one use. Grapple has three uses on pickup. Drop ball has two. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Um, uh, yeah, the recon pulse has two by default as well. And what's quite cool is you can stack them. So if you fight, if you still have them and you find more, or someone's been holding, whatever you meant, and it happened a few times. It's not that uncommon. You can have like at one point I had five drop balls. Well, at one point I had like six grapples. And then obviously if you oh, die, okay. someone gets to pick up those six. So they they can stack. I, there's uh. probably a cap, but it's just that kind of sandbox you can you can have a lot is there like a cooldown in the grapple or can you just like spider-man your way around the map if you have like 10 <laughs> there is a cooldown but it it's not long it's like maybe a second or two um so you probably couldn't fully spider-man but maybe you could you can do some wacky shit with it it's quite it's very like pathfinder-esque you know you, you can do that thing where if you okay. keep looking at it you'll fly around and fly around corners yeah it feels good man it feels good nice. I, I haven't messed around nice. with like I know people have like grappled weapons and stuff because you can you can do that. Um, I don't know what happens if you grapple a Spartan. I grappled a chicken. Oh, that's well, that would, that's great. How did it, that blew turn out? Yeah. it blew up. <laughs> yeah, it blew up. It just you didn't just pull the chicken to you. A mist of red blood. No. Oh my god! It just blew up. <laughs> it just blew up, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Pacing honestly feels really good. The maps. Um, I was like, when they showed the video for the map, the first one, I was like, and I remember seeing comments about it. I was like, I kind of agree. It kind of looks a bit like a COD map. This is like a three lane, small map. Again, I think this is one of those things that was inflated by the fact that we were watching pros. Um, And also we're against bots. So like you're like running around to find people to fight rather than like any sort of thinking. You're you're not trying to, you know, you're going to win. Nobody's lost a game against these bots. Do you know what I mean? So yeah there is that as well um once i actually started playing the first map live fire i was like actually this is this is good this feels nice and for the for how small it is not once did i ever have a spawn problem which i thought was actually quite commendable because it's, it, they are small maps and not once mm. did i spawn with someone in my sights or did i get shot at like coming off spawn um yeah. so that was good and they've added they've since added two more maps i think was the second one was called Overcharge and the third one's Bizarre, which is the one we saw in the trailer. It was like a market. Um, and those two are better. They're st- generally, they're all good, but Overcharge is actually a fucking wicked map. Uh, Bizarre's pretty cool as well. Um, Life Fire is probably the worst of the three, but not because it's bad, just it's, it's just basic. And that's fine, but it's yeah. just, um, yeah, they, they are small maps, generally. But this is Slayer, so yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You, you, you're not going to have a map like that for BTP, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Six, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, cool. And then obviously you had a big boy hard on for the uh, field field of view option. I did. Oh, I can't tell you how good which, it is to have it. Yeah, which is fantastic. I mean, I'm I'm so hyped for that as well. Like any any shooter, it's it's the first thing I do when I get on a shooter. Now, if I get on a first person shooter, the first thing I do, um, I'm just like, hang on, fucking guys, wait, and I was like, pause options whack that shit up (laughs) yeah it's the first thing i do and i'm glad halo has it because we even went back to five recently which doesn't have it and um it was so zoomed in wasn't it yeah it's just like it was like my gun was in my mouth (laughs) and and that's what it felt like yeah i didn't like it at all it is weird as well like halo's always had quite a lot of aim acceleration because like simply because the game a lot of the game is like shooting accurately rather than lots of like zippy you know it's not it's not a twitch shooter so the game is like okay you're gonna want to not like be spinning really fast uh but halo infinite feels just right actually like um it doesn't feel that way especially it's made even better with the field of view um being able to do that so yeah that was all really nice i meant to say actually they have made a change to how like the radar works have you i haven't played a first with a radar in ages bloody radar i was literally gonna ask is it my next question was is it classic halo radar or is it it okay cool so yes but um sprinting reveals you on the radar normal moving doesn't so there is there is a change yeah there's a change in that regard is that you're used to um obviously you could crouch to not be on the radar but movement, you'd show up. Any sort of movement, you'd show up. Now, any sort of movement or crouching, you won't. Um, but sprinting, we were. And firing. If you're firing, you'll come up on the radar. Um, from what I've heard, that this is like this is like reasonably well received because people are like in previous games. There's been a lot of like radar whoring where you can just not do much and just watch radar for, and then just pre-nade and stuff like that. So it takes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. And is that it a was... relatively similar like distance, the radar as well? So like you'd only pick someone up within a certain distance of them. I think it's bigger than close. it was in yeah. I think it's bigger than it was in five. Five was really small. People didn't like it, and it was kind of. I do agree. It was like too small. It didn't feel right. It was like pointless to ha- even have it there. Um, it's a bit bigger, but it's, it's not. It's it's not massive. Okay. All right, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I guess they're they're probably leaning more into the what, what you said earlier with the whole crouching, where um, now you can like spam it. I guess they're leaning more into the fact that the crouching is can be used as like a combat tool now. You know, to make yourself harder to hit and to shoot and stuff like that. Um, especially as they've taken away the fact that crouching takes you off the radar now. Yeah. Um, every you... just all movement aside from sprinting takes you off the radar. So, yeah. You, interesting. You can tell. Every decision that's been made has been to push that skill ceiling up, and it's really cool. Yeah. There's just lots of like small stuff, like I said, obviously, like the sandboxy stuff, blowing weapons over to you, the combinations of the equipment power points, yada yada yada. But then there's things like like that, like you can actually crouch in combat. Obviously, Halo's always been quite good in that you can jump, you know, like jump shot, which most that's not a thing in most first person shooters. Now you have that and yeah. crouching. Obviously, you don't have thrusters or anything like that, um, but. Because it's going back to that like fast strafing. There's lots of like strafe plays you can make, like just like how we do in in Apex, but arguably a bit more because your your natural movement speed is quite fast. Um, so there's lots of like tracking um, and sliding is back. 
So it doesn't. It's a lot better than it is in five. I it was. It, I think it was only really in five because it was sliding was becoming a staple in first person shooters, and it was there, but you just it was like a fixed thing. You just slided, you just slid a certain distance, and then that was it. In Infinite, it's like a bit more physicsy. Um, it's not like proper Apex where you can like infinitely slide downhill. Um, even though it was quite hard to test because the maps are quite small, like they weren't like massive ramps or anything. But it is a little bit, and there is a little bit of a speed boost there. So there are like there are some jumps you can only make by doing a slide. Some yeah, uh, by only by doing a slide jump, things like that. Um, okay. Yeah. So even though there is like you do clamber, but like it's with that in mind. So like with the slide jump, you'll make the clamber and then climb up. Whereas otherwise, with a normal jump, mm. you wouldn't. So there's things like that that are just um, you feel like all those decisions are very intentional. Like right, let's make it. Let's reward people who like experiment with the movement or like learn these jumps or perfect that movement uh, tech. Yeah. And obviously, nay jumping will be back as well, um, and all of that nice stuff. Cool, 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 hmm. cool, cool. Um, yeah, and I guess probably one of the final things to touch on, I guess, is just how does it look? How does it look? Um, how does it I look? I th- I think it looks really good. Actually, this is one of those things where you watch it on YouTube and you're like whatever but it's really crisp there's lots of detail um i can't fault it to be honest i mean obviously it's not going to be a it's not going to compete for best looking game of the year because it's most i'm sure the single player is gonna look fucking stunning but the multiplayer Mm. does look really good because it's it's like 4k 60 like we play apex apex runs at 1440 so it doesn't even run at 4k it's like double the resolution essentially um and you can tell it's just so crisp um and the, the I love the colours in Infinite. I don't know what they've done. Everything just really pops. Like the explosions. The, yeah, the guns, um, the skyboxes. Like it, it does look genuinely really nice. And it's like because it's like gone back to that like classic art style, everything is so clean, like the, you know, the, it's just minimal. Um and I was noticing this earlier because like usually in these sorts of games, if you're like if you go into a building and you look on a wall. There's like loads of shit, like littered, you know, there'll be like a window, like um, a, the board, uh, like stuff on the floor. And in Halo, it's just, it's just not much. There's, if there's something there, it's deliberately part of the sandbox, like a propane tank um, that doesn't like do damage, but like if it happens to get caught in the crossfire, it'll fly across the screen, stuff like that. Um, so it's just clean and like all of it comes together to just make it look, again, like add to the crisp, like the crispness of it. Like it's the only word I can really use to describe it. It looks very, very crisp and, and, it's just because it feels so tight as well it's nice man it's really nice cool um cool man well it sounds yeah. like um i mean give me uh, obviously it's a, it this is a, just a bit of a this is a bit stupid <laughs> it's just a technical <laughs> test but give me a rating out of 10 i love a good number um number that shit yeah Three, i think right? that I, <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that makes it the hardest to judge is the fact that we're still against bots but the amount that that accounts for is really small mm-hmm. like the amount like the amount that the game is going to change from switching from bots to real people is not going to be that much the rest of it feels fucking stunning 
It feels really good. I'm not just saying that because it's a Halo game. I'm we me and you have been playing first person shooters for bloody years. It feels really good. It plays really nice. And like this is you know, Apex Respawn makes some of the best feeling games, um, first person shooter games in, in the industry ever, maybe ever. Infinite feels just as good. It doesn't feel it obviously doesn't feel like a COD, like you know, the same engine kind of thing. But it feels really good and really nice. Um I would say as of right now, I'd give it like um I'd give it like a nine. I'm really impressed. Wow. I'm really impressed. I wasn't expecting to like it this much. Um mm. at all. I, I mean I I, th- I was hoping it would be good. Um I knew it would feel good. Like I said, Halo Five Multiplayer was good. I didn't find it like to be uh, the competitive experience for me. Uh but I did think it was mm-hmm. fun. Um so I knew it was gonna be good, but I didn't think it would be this. And like if if there is map variety, if there's like um mode variety, it all works well. This could be like a proper ten out of ten multiplayer experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I genuinely yeah, believe that. And sure. I th- I think um that there's like I've got I've made in my notes here that I've got like for this Slayer mode at the very least with these the smallness of these maps, um I've got like a little bit of concern around like death balling and team shotting because I remember like hmm, I'm a bit worried about a coordinated team just rolling around as a four and because they're such small maps you're only going to have five seconds until you've got the whole team on you again so like unless you can mobilize against that you're gonna get kind of stomped and like you're not even going to be able to compete for power weapons i know they happen on different sides of the map to try and counterbalance that um so i i have a bit of concern about that but is that really different to most arena shooter games nah um yeah i think yeah music amazing graphically looks fucking awesome gunplay feels great the sandbox is so good um yeah it's all looking good if there's anything that anybody's going to be down on it's going to be the monetization which i'm surprised you didn't ask me about like the battle pass stuff yeah which doesn't feel bad you know i think infinite's had a bit of good pr actually about this you know with their battle pass system and how they're going to do it which is wicked so the big thing well there's two things that people have been like down on i've seen one is um they've removed the red versus blue system i don't know if you saw this so in old halo games when you play slayer or something like this everybody you either all your armor just goes to red or blue they've gotten rid of that so that the uh, that spartan you take into it remains the same colors you choose um and to do that they call it the friend or foe system everybody has an outline like a red outline obviously for enemy and blue for teammate and a lot of people some people have been like oh i can't tell who's doing this i'm kind of like shut up you can you're just being annoying you can't you're not like running into people like oopsie doops thought that was a teammate and so i understand maybe purists maybe don't like it because they love like the whole red and blue thing um and maybe there could be some work for like a custom option to do that so that only so that you see that yeah but it works well and there's loads of accessibility options like i've seen some people change the color to yellow for enemy outline so it's like classic classic halo you know where it's like the honeycomb kind of yellow shield explosion um so there's there's loads of options like that to, to make it work for you i think it's a good thing you can obviously the pros of it are quite obvious 
everybody gets to take their own Spartans. There's more variety on the battlefield. You can see what your dude yeah. looks like. Um, so that's one thing, which again, I think is kind of a, a non thing because mm. no other game does that. No other game removes your skin for a color. And we don't have yeah. a problem with like noticing who enemies are. So whatever. The second one is also a thing that no other game does, but it's like a Halo thing. Like the expectations of Halo. Um, is colours. Um, primary and secondary colours are gone. You don't pick your own colours. I again don't know if you heard about this. Instead, there's like a shader system from like Destiny. Yes, that means colours are monetized. However, oh. however, um, you start the game with like ten colours, so like you can you can pick a basic colour. So th- there's that. It's not like it's got, and then you unlock different, um, yeah, you unlock different combinations and stuff. So I will say like, I understand the cons of this, and I understand why people are down on it. Some people just don't like it on the principle that colours are getting monetized. Okay. And they would rather have the choice to pick their two colours and then just leave it like that for, you know, a thousand hours. But the pros are obviously it keeps things fresh. It gives you more things to add to the loot pool. And it also means, which I found to be more so the case, that like custom design colour palettes can be put in. So there's there are some skins that have more than two colours. Some skins have like multiple stuff. And it's like not always symmetric. And they, they've got this cool thing where there's like a little hexagon uh, with hexagons around that single hexagon to like show you what the co- how the coating is represented on your Spartan. And so some of them will be like, you know, it'll be like silver at the top or like red on one side, blue on the other. And obviously that'll be like silver helmet, red arm, blue other arm. And there are some skins which are asymmetric, which I think is really cool. And there are some that have like patterns on as well, like, you know, like urban camo. Um as well as the colors and that's just stuff you couldn't do with a primary secondary system so i kind of i can see the pros of that are actually quite nice and i do like the idea of there being like rare color coatings like you know say there's one mm. at the end of a battle pass and it's like gold and silver and it looks banging and it's got like you know geometric shapes on it and it just looks amazing and you see someone and you're like that my, my dude has hit the battle pass um and again that's yeah. something you just couldn't have without that so i think once we see more of it and once people get used to it um they'll become more accustomed to it again yeah. this isn't a thing that any other game does no other game just lets you pick a color and then it's done with it that's not a thing. This is just a thing that people are used to seeing in Halo 15 years ago. Um, yeah. In every other game, you have skins that you buy, and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but the skins are normally more than just colours, right? It's normally like a decal colour scheme sort of thing. Like, most of the... I, I actually feel like most shooters... I don't know, well, not most shooters, but some shooters you can just pick your color. You can just choose your 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 color code over a decal. Like they don't they don't charge you, you for the color code. And I, I yeah, and I could have I could have sworn in one of the halos they let you just have a color gradient and you could just move up and down and just pick your own your own color code, make it whatever you want. You make it. Like just some sort of browny, greeny hue, 
I swear there was a Halo yeah. game where you you got that. Yeah, it just gave you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you could do that. Cursor and you could just. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like yeah, I'm pretty sure I, you could. I, I don't know. It it does it does kind of bum me out. But then like the way you described it in in the facts of like flexing and stuff like that, that is kind of cool, and I do quite like that. And I wasn't too annoyed with the way Destiny did their shading system. It was it was fine. So like there are positives to it, sure, but I think overall, like, is it? I mean, you could you could just give us a color a color grid, right, <laughs> and just let us choose our color, and it just give us decals, or just give us like different finishes on the armor, like a matte finish, or a shiny finish, or a brass finish, or a mm. you know, and then we could just choose whatever color we wanted on it, right? Sort of how like Rocket League, yeah, like it. ultimately. Yeah, ultimately, I think you probably could make the argument that if you like took apart the current system and just made it into something that you could custom make, like you say, like the the whole asymmetric side of it, the cut, the patterns, um, all the colors. Like, yeah, you probably could do that. But I think, as I say, I recognize the cons and pros. Um, but the pros of it are that you have something to grind for. You do get more custom, and uh, uh, not custom, you get more, um, like I guess, yeah, custom designed colors and coatings made by the team um and as a result you get some really cool ones because like i said there are ones where like different parts of armor are shaded and obviously they work on all, all your armor sets so if you you know you unlock armor how you think you would you know different bits on the battle pass or uh, there's no like loot boxes or whatever so i don't actually know how else you get them there's like i'm sure there's like challenges mm. and stuff but yeah you know what i mean there's, there's all of that and there's yeah. loads of there's more like modular parts to change in infinite than there is it than there has been in any other halo game so there's yeah. lots of that and then you know you unlock these camos i don't know i think it feels better than what people are making i think a lot of people i i understand like in principle monetizing colors i i get it like you can still choose your basic colors but so that's been that has been pulled back a bit but you'll get some stuff that yeah. you really like you know i just got one that was like sea foam and yellow and it looks sick, like just the layout of it, because it's on like it's on like different places. Like it's not just a primary secondary thing. It's it's more complicated than that. Is what what I'm trying to say, based yeah. on like the hexagon yeah. thing that I was telling you about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean that that one is slightly, I think, a little bit more more justified that the community might not like it than um than than the other issue. Um. But yeah, it's still not the end of the world for me. It's not in the scheme of things. It's pretty. It's pretty minimal, right? Yeah, um, but it's it's like I say. You know, we so. we play Apex all the time. We don't have that option. We get skins mm-hmm. from a a loot drop, or we buy it. And you've got to remember, Infinite yeah. is a free to play game. Infinite multiplayer. Yes. Sorry. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, can you blame them? No, yeah, and yeah, it, and when you do factor in that, yeah, it's it's definitely not a deal breaker, at least for me. But I do like to think we're probably a little bit um, got high tolerance. More, <laughs> yeah, a little bit more accepting to these things than the general gaming audience. I won't so. be sending death threats if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd be letter bombing the developers' houses. <laughs> yeah. Fly a plane um, into their. So house. yeah, okay. Uh, you know, as with every game, it's going to have its negatives. It's going to have its positives, right? Um, yeah. At least they're trying new stuff. 
um and it will it will do a good job at keeping keeping the the game feel fresh outside of just solely competitive right solely just trying to be the best it you know for the casual players it gives more things to chase it gives more things to do so right i'm not i'm not too too bothered um there's also like a store tab which just it's it looks it really reminded me of apex like you know there's just a tab um yeah where there's like, oh, get these four camos for this much currency. In the flighting, they give you like 3,000 currency. So you just, obviously none of it carries over, but they it's um, to test the battle pass. Um, and you can buy some stuff in there if you want. Um, and it all looks clean. It all looks nice. And, you know, I think everyone's got to remember, again, this is free to play. Of course, it's going to be monetization. It's not in loot boxes. There's just a store. If you see it, you want it, you buy it. You know, it's about as good as it's going to get. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, and there's like shaders for each gun as well, for like different types of guns, you know what I'm trying to say, different weapons. Um Yeah. 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 I'm sure sure I'm sure it leaves room for more creative things as well. Like I'm sure um there'll be some really cool like animated skins and stuff like that. Um for Spartans and guns. So, you know, they've probably got an entire creative team. Um that's designing these things and let's be honest they can do a better job than us um especially with more tools than like you said just a primary and secondary option for colors so um yeah cool cool right yeah 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 absolutely so i mean overall like super positive experience um i could probably talk about this for ages and ages and ages but i'm sure people are just bored of listening to me gush about a fucking flighting test so i'll 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 probably stop there um yeah one thing before we go, I kind of yeah. hope, I kind of hope they bring back armor effects. Mm, yeah, me too. I like oh, cool. those. I I liked the fact that I could blow up with confetti, or yeah. I had hearts, little cartoon yeah. hearts following me, or I had like a stink cloud or something. I like yeah. that. I hope I, they I, bring that back. I didn't see anything like in the menus that indicated that that was there but there is a tab that's like grayed out that has other stuff on it mm. and if they are directly being influenced by reach you know they're on record saying it many times but also i think this is one of those things that might fall into the shaders like a really rare shader might have a dynamic effect on the armor do you know what i mean uh like a glowing yeah. arm or something like that so um if, if they're going to be premium colors and premium prices i they could do that and i think that would really sweeten the deal you know mm-hmm yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's definitely lots of inspiration they can take from a lot of games out there. Mm. Um, to, oh, the to AIs improve on this. The AIs. Mm? You liked that, didn't you? You like the look of the AIs, the, the like the personal AIs. For oh the yes, player. of course. Yeah, they look really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's a prime example. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't even just I was just gonna say like the experience with them because like you can customize. So there are like different obviously different personalities, you know, and they're just represented by like little shapes. Um, and I will say as well, it's really cool throughout all of the menus, like no matter what tab you go into, your Spartan is there with you. So like when you're at the weapons table, your Spartan's like leaning over the table, like looking at the different weapons. Like if you go to the AI bit, he's holding the AI. I don't know. It's just a bit weird, but it's just like this, this cool like approach where they, they really want that Spartan to feel like your Spartan. And they like, they go with you to all the sore pages, really weird, small thing, but I just wanted to say, um, yeah, man. So you can like change the color of the AI as well. 
because they like pop up sometimes. Um, okay. And yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. Like I've only tried two so far. One was called like Butler. One was the one I've got at the moment's like a little bit cheeky. <laughs> um, a little bit sarcastic. But yeah, no, they are, they are a lot of fun. Like they, they just add like a nice bit of variety to the games. Um, yeah, it's a wicked idea. I mean, it, it's one of those things that we saw and we were like, oh, that sounds awesome. And I'm glad it is. Because it's it's a cool idea that's just well executed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's what that that definitely looked cool to me. The whole AI thing. Yeah, and that's one of those things you can see like loads of stuff like for battle passes. Like we've spoken about like the possibility of crossovers and stuff before, haven't we? Yeah, and and it's the sort of thing I'd pour a lot of money into, right? Like, and they know it. (laughs) They cheeky little bastards. They know it. It's like an heirloom, right? Because it will change. That will freshen up the gameplay loop so much for you. Just every yeah. time you kill something, every time you do something that you've done a million times, it feels different. Now you've got a different narration and a different, yeah. you know, like that's that 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 kind of stuff's cool. Like it's really it's, it's it's really awesome. And I will say it's nice that it's not overdone because Halo's always been quite like known for like their announcer voices, right? So like it, you could imagine a place where they like they try and do too much and your AI and the announcer, they just won't shut the fuck up. And there's like Spartan chatter, but it's not like that at all. You know, like they, they'll say something every now and then they, they don't do it all the time, but like there's a surprising amount of voice lines. Like they've got a voice line for um, like different maps and like different weapons. So they'll, they'll call out like the sniper rifle in their own cheeky way, you know, depending on which one you've got. Um, and I guess that leads me... I, I keep saying I want to stop talking about this, but there's just a lot to speak about. Um, <laughs> they So they're... Uh, fuck. Do you remember in Halo 5 when the beta came out and they had the bits at the beginning where like the cameras and everybody like rocked up and they're like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and yeah, then it got removed because everyone was like, I don't want bro Halo in my game. That's kind of back. Uh, I, n- I never mind. I kind of liked it, you know, whatever. I think it's a cool way to show off your spawn at the beginning of the match. And they never adjusted it. They were too scared to go back. So for all of Halo 5's life, it's just dudes standing there. And then you go into the game. <laughs> it's weird. Um, yeah. And so, like, it, it does this. And I, I love, like, the camera work on it as well. So I know, like, part of the single player is that they want it to be, like, one camera shot. And a lot of that ethos carries through to multiplayer as well so the game starts up it like goes to each player on your team you know they have their own like stance or pose or whatever um and then it pans out and then the camera goes into your visor and it just and that's how the game starts it like seems from that into the game there's no like black screen or anything um it's just a really cool way to do it i'm kind of into that i kind of like it i think it's cool Um, i think it's cool i haven't seen anybody complaining about it so i think they've they've, like toned down the broness of it a little bit um (laughs) Thank God. It's a bit buggy at the moment, though. Every now and then it starts and somebody's like the wrong way around. They're like, <laughs> like their backs to the camera. <laughs> and you're like, uh, Jeremy, turn around. Oh, that's, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then there's Spartan chatter. You can turn it off. So what I mean by that is like in game, there's like, um, you know, it's like diegetic. So like the, uh, you can hear the Spartans calling stuff out. And sometimes some of the stuff they say is kind of stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't mind it. It's fine. They don't overdo it. But every now and again, they'll be like, well, I really smoked that guy. And they'll be like, what are you doing? Oof. What are you doing? Why are you saying that? 
Yeah. Oof. Yeah, oof. So, yeah. Is there anything else? Hi. Is there anything no. else? No. That was a very that was a very in depth discussion, uh, and we're probably we're probably going to have to blitz the last two topics quite quick now. <laughs> no, no, so we're good. We, we've covered we've covered yeah. Halo Infinite quite nicely. No more. So, oh, this is yeah. one more thing. Ho- hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'll get. I don't know when the next flying is, but hopefully I'll get an invite to the next one. Yeah, hopefully, man. I'd, I'd love for you to play it because I know it was. Um... Next one might not be with bots. Might be with people. Supposedly. They're going to be upping the bots. By the way, the bots are really good. Fuck, I'm doing it again. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I hope you get in. Cool. <laughs> All right, let's do it. That's fine. That's good. Wicked. Uh, yeah, super cool. Super cool. Really impressed. Uh, dead happy to play. Um, so as for sort of the back bits then, um, we're at, as is aptly named on my notes section, this is the Sony section Badoopy doop do. <laughs> I don't nice. know. Some, sometimes I just feel like I'm going insane when I'm like writing to myself in Google Docs, and I, I think it's funny and it's not. So, um, where do we start? Do we start with this? Yeah. Okay. We start with this. We touched on this earlier. Previous CEO of um, PlayStation said, and I quote: "It's very hard to launch a 120 million dollar uh, game on a subscription service charging 9.99 a month." Um, and so he was kind of saying that he doesn't feel like, essentially he doesn't feel like Games Pass is a sustainable thing. They didn't use that word, but they were like, you know, game streaming services. Um, and there was like his whole, like the title of the article, he was saying like consolidation is the enemy of diversity. Very much a jab at like the, all the acquiring that Xbox has been doing. It was a bit of a weird one. I don't know. I, I, I think some of the takes in there were a bit spicy and I don't know how you can say that Games Pass isn't sustainable when it doesn't adversely affect game sales. Do you know, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's not like people are doing that and Microsoft are getting less money net because they're making getting a good deal on Games Pass for now, you know, assuming no price raises or anything. People are still buying the same amount of games like at retail. In actual fact, their data shows that people are buying a little bit more because they're going into genres and territories they weren't usually, or they buy it when stuff comes off the service. So it's a bit of a weird one. I don't know if you have anything particularly to say about this. Um, especially him saying like consolidation is the enemy of diversity. That's kind of a second we'll go on to afterwards. But yeah, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it just, it comes across a little bit petty, doesn't it? That's, that's really just what it comes across as. Um, yeah. I mean, the evidence is kind of stacked against him. Uh, I, I don't know where he's pulling this information from um, because like you said, it's not exactly directly even affecting game sales. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's not really much to say on the facts that maybe he's just a bit, he's a little bit salty. I don't know. That doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know, but I guess maybe as well, like he's coming from an understanding of like the PlayStation model. And this is me probably just sounding like a pleb because the dude works at the CEO of like one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. So I'm sure he knows them more more than just PlayStation. But in my head, the PlayStation model was always very much big single player release. You know, we the money we make is sales of that game. But like the games industry, there is upsell. It's not like buying a movie. You know, you buy a game, there's upsell, there's microtransactions, there's DLCs, there's sequels. So yeah. it's not 
kind of the same. So when you when you're saying you know it's hard to launch that game, well, it's like you Sony don't typically make games as monetization; they launch them at full price, and that's something which doesn't generate as much profits straight up. Like it doesn't impede the success of the game or the sales or the amount of money that well, I mean a little bit, but there's less profit to be made without all of those slimy monetization tactics. Um, one way or another, it's just the it's just the truth of it. So that yeah, there's that as well. That it's kind of like thinking of all games as this kind of one and done deal. That's like very much his perspective and how he's been working at Sony. Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah. PlayStation details storage expansion. So this is cool. I've literally in my notes here. I've like copy and pasted something something from Reddit. So thank you, user hhkk47. You've really done me a solid. I didn't want to type this nice. up, and it's very bespoke your comment here. So thanks for that. Um, I don't even know to start with this, dude. Um, you may recall, you may recall when um the Series X and the PS5 were revealed. There was a lot of shade coming towards Philly Spencer for making a proprietary thing. People were saying, oh, it's going to be so expensive. I mean, yes. However, you have to perform some feat of engineering to get <laughs> a new, to expand your storage for the PlayStation. And worst of all, is that, um, is that you can buy, like, none of them are. Sony's SSD is very custom. It's custom made. You're not going to be able to find that on the market. So you're always going to be getting different performance out of your external. It's not going to be better. (laughs) It's not going to be better unless you're... I I mean, I don't think it is. I mean, maybe I'm being a knob, but I... Like, Sony's SSD is fucking sick. Everybody knows it. So you're just going to be getting a worse SSD for kind of the same price. Like a lot of people, I don't think I've actually got it in my notes here, but somebody else had said in the comments, these are all like 200 quid, which is the same mm. price as the proprietary SSD. And they're all one terabyte as well. So I only see downsides here. Help yeah. me understand. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's um, weird. Yeah, there's, there's multiple downsides just from the fact that like you said, it's it's time, it's knowledge, and it's expertise that you expect the the end user, the customer, the consumer to perform <laughs> to upgrade their console. That's a negative. Stupid. Like people who buy home consoles do it for the convenience sake of things. They don't want to start unscrewing it. And I don't know how this is going to affect warranties or or anything like that because normally, if you, it's like. I could upgrade the SSD in my MacBook Pro, um, which is soldered into the into the logic board. Yeah. I could, uh, I could probably find out how and do it, but it, it voids the warranty, right? So, I, I obviously I'm sure Sony's thought about this, but um, that is also a question mark to me. Um, and then, yeah, it's just the fact that you just people have to do so much research to find out what they're doing, what they need to buy. It's really not that much cheaper at the end of the day than just getting a plug and play that is what Microsoft and Xbox do. 
it's it's not that much cheaper if any the performance will be worse as well so if you were to have games running in on your internal over your your external i don't know if you're going to see performance issues or slight very probably very very minimal well, literally, i i could I see this being a real problem because for like playstation exclusives like suppose like they're they're going to be games that fully like suck everything out of these SSDs. So if you're plugging yeah. in an SSD, which is less, is it as straightforward yeah. as things just won't load in quicker? Like I, I feel like there are some scenarios where, like, if the SSD is directly like one to one linked with the game design, then how can that be the case? Again, this is yeah. I fucking know nothing about this, but it it seems that this it's weird could be a problem. And you would have thought you would have thought it would yeah it would affect the development process as well. Maybe they yeah. need to have like a a, a backdoor sort of entry to be like oh and if you're running it on this kind of ssd rather than the custom internal <clears throat> you know and have some some ifs and all that kind of stuff there um so yeah it might affect performance it might affect just development um it's it's just weird i i, I kind of agree it, I, I see i see nothing but negatives really it's it's odd it's it's very odd to me yeah i because i mean this is one of those things do you remember okay xbox do have some peculiar naming conventions shall we say um and people would say like oh you know what about little timmy you know what about grandma who goes to the shop and they're like oh what xbox do i get like i don't know get the xbox i want the series one three three sixty on the x and like you know, there was like an idea that people are going to get confused with games. I don't doubt that does happen because Xbox's naming conventions can be a bit weird. Yeah, Fine, kind of stupid. But like, this is one of those things where I think if you put an external SSD down on your Christmas list, like, good fucking luck. Like, not a chance. Like, nobody's going to yeah. know what to do unless you get like a, you know, like an actual Xbox to come and help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send them the exact link on Amazon. Yeah, I guess the. Um, thing to folk like um, you could circumvent it a little bit by um, by Sony just partnering up with someone and like just making one and being like well this is our designed one but then it just kind of defeats the point it's like why have you gone to all of this effort if you were going to make a proprietary well, not proprietary but you know what I mean like a, a first party one anyway because um, mm. that's why Xbox did they partnered with um, was it Seagate? Yeah, I think Seagate um, I think it was Seagate yeah and it's exactly the same, so like you know what to expect. Um, and it's just it's just weird because this is you know we're in August now. If you had a PS Five, you couldn't expand your storage. You, yeah, you, like you still can't really, unless you can get your hands on yeah. some of these. Um, now they just wax a massive Bible down in front of you. <laughs> like, if you want to extend, yeah. uh, extend it, here you go. Screwdrivers yeah. not included. Yeah, exactly. And you've got to like unscrew it all. It's such an effort. And like, yes, okay, you're not really taking out SSDs and putting them back in that often. Um, yeah. If I'm taking my Xbox somewhere, I do take it out. But I guess if you've built it in internally, you'd probably just leave it there. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where it doesn't strike me as like super good design. And it's one of those things where like Xbox has been killing it in terms of like simplicity, convenience. And the PlayStation 5 just strikes me as a console which is ability. Yeah, it didn't have that in mind. You know, the downloading, the cross-gen, backwards compatibility, all of that, and now this as well. Um, it's, it's really weak, to be honest. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So this is this was a weird one. Um, especially that there are like Sony actively recommends that for some, and they won't tell you which, for some SSDs, you need to buy a heatsink. That just absolutely blows my mind. It's like, did you not think that that was a bad idea? <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely something you can tell they kind of, once they were done with everything, they were like, oh, <laughs> we forgot about this. <laughs> Sorry, extendable storage, yeah. And, and they were just like, oh, okay, we've got to make something here. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and the PS5 has, like, 20% less storage in Series X. Series X has, uh, what we had, 800 gigabytes? It's like a terabyte, but, you know, with the internal stuff. It's like 850, whereas the PS5 has 600. So it's like, it's even less. Like, it's even more of a pain point. Like, yeah, I don't know. This would be something that would kind of piss me off. And, like, I know you can store games on HTD and copy and move them, and that's, like, fine. But, again, like, we shouldn't be having to do that. Even on Xbox, I would still say, you know, it's a bit annoying. Like, it's it's fine. But... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree. It's just an inconvenience for the consumer at the end of the day. Yeah. Um so I think they need to get this shit together. It's a bit weird, but uh, okay. So as we come to our final story then, um two sources, it hasn't been officially confirmed, but two sources now, Jeff Grubb initially, now Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg. Um, have said that they believe Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed to 2022. Now, this is this is um, relevant to Xbox, um, and I also want to say that this is a shame. You know, we are we are just two gamer boys. You know, we're not here trying to bang the drum. <laughs> on, I know that was a negative story on PlayStation, but we're not. I'm not trying to shit on anyone's fun um, because game looks sick, game looks banging. Um, it may be delayed, which obviously no big deal. Like nobody cares. Like delay games. We're all we we all know what to expect when it comes to delay them delay them make sure it's good at launch nobody cares there's just been a pandemic uh, mate we had to sit through halo infinite for another year after it was meant to be coming out in like next month so boys yeah. we feel you boys and girls we feel you you'll be fine um but what this does mean for xbox is that all of a sudden 2022 is sorry 2021 is becoming an an xbox year which it wasn't. Yeah. From now, from this point, from Death Door, Ascent, mm-hmm. Flight Simulator, even this year, uh, Halo Infinite, Psychonauts 2, Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon, um, there's more, I'm forgetting. 12 minutes, uh, fuck yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, this, is a, this is a pretty yeah. good year for Xbox. The bi- Probably the best year we've had in like half a decade. Um, and the absence of this... And the thing is, this isn't the first one. Sony, when they had their showcase last year, said, God of War, as we promise, 2021, better buy our console. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, God of War, uh, Horizon, Gran Turismo, Ratchet & Clank. Obviously, Ratchet & Clank made it, but the other three have all been pushed out of 2021. Hmm. Um, Halo's not getting delayed again. Forza Horizon's not getting delayed because Playground are perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> Psychonauts 2 isn't getting delayed. I know it's multiplayer, but you know, whatever. Just, you see what I mean. Um, so it, it creates suddenly this big window where they, for the first time, I would say maybe in eight years, 
where Xbox has a stronger first party lineup than uh, Sony. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that statement. It feels because, good. Man. I mean, I mean, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be honest, I kind of thought, <laughs> I kind of thought Horizon Two was coming out in 2022. Anyway, I oh, didn't think just... it was a 2021 release. You're just a silly um, goose. Yeah, no, it's a 2021. It was meant to be full. I didn't realize. Okay, all right, fair. I mean, that game looked crazy, crazy cool, and crazy good from the footage I saw of it. Yeah. And I, I assumed it was still a long way off. Um it's like it's like they promised Ragnarok was gonna be in twenty twenty one, didn't they? Like there, there was no chance that was happening. I thought Horizon very much suffered from the same thing. Uh I just assumed it was twenty twenty two. Um but yeah, right, it it sucks. It sucks to see a really cool game um get delayed. Uh, regardless of what platform you choose to support, you know, Horizon 1 was sick. Um, I haven't played it myself, but I've watched people play it, and I know you've played it, and you love it. Yeah, I've completed it. Yeah, it's good. Um, both, really good. Both my brothers absolutely love it, and have completed it. So yeah, it just it, it just sucks, man. Um, and yeah, it does benefit us at the end of the day. It gives it gives Xbox that foot in the door to just basically A lay claim room. to 2021. Yeah, exactly. And it's just yeah. like, you know, we can just sit back now and just be like, let's churn out, you know, what, what people know are coming and what people are looking forward to. Yeah. And, you know, no pressure, right? You know, yeah. you've you've kind of already put a stamp on the year and said, you know, we kind of, you know, we kind of owned this year. Um and let's make sure our 2022 releases um, don't get delayed and can yeah. compete with these coming out um, in 2022 as well, right? 2022 is such a stacked year at the moment. Not, not it's, just it's, not an Xbox it's, thing. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, there's going to be Horizon just everywhere. Yeah, there's going to be Horizon. There's going to be Breath of the Wild two, probably God of War, Elden oh, yeah. Ring. Um, I'm sure there are some Xbox games that are slated for 2022 that I can't. I can't put my finger on at the moment. Starfield. Um, a fucking Starfield. God damn it. That year is huge. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this just makes it even bigger. But yeah, like I think like there was Outer a Worlds time. Outer Worlds 2 was 2022 as well. Outer Worlds. I oh, wasn't. I don't think I got. I'm, get... I'm pretty sure it was just like, it was just it? like, yeah, 2022, right? Or maybe, no, I don't think it did because they had the joke where they, they, their trailer was just like, this is all the footage we have. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it cool gives you shit. no information whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a crazy stacked year. Yeah. Um, and this is obviously, uh, Halo is going to be coming out probably November, maybe December. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it's just quite interesting because I think Sony had like kind of crushed it on launch. Like, you know, they had Demon Souls remake. It's a remake, but still, I mean, games are, games are banger. Games timeless. Um, yeah. Mars Morales was day one as well, I think, wasn't it? Or was it maybe a month afterwards? Yeah, I think it was day one. I think. Bed Returnal and recently Ratchet and Clank. So, like, they've uh, been kind of crushing it. Yeah. Um, but it, it does, with Horizon not making this year, it makes a very big hole that, that Xbox have plugged, essentially. Um, so we're finally hitting that point where it's like, oh, right, we're going to start getting games now, whereas Sony have kind of blown their load quite kind of early and then wait until next year a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah man. It's sad, but good. Sad, good. It's sad, but, it's sad, but it's good. Sad. No biggie. 2022, big year. Uh, 2023, even bigger for Xbox, anyway. Mm. Oh, God, I'm full out of breath. Did I talk a lot this episode? Sorry. Yeah, um, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could have basically just not been here. No, no, okay. Um, yeah, you, you talked a I'm lot still in, drunk, the, in the Halo, in the Halo Infinite section. I just like probed you with a question, and then you just went off on a tangent, and then I just probed you with another question, and then. But that's fine, you know. I loved it. Whatever. You steal the show every week, anyway. So. Oh, don't you, don't you hit me with Mate, that? I had Death's Door last week. To be fair. Uh, yeah. So. That was all you. Yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna. No, I was about to say something I was going to regret. You're going to commit something. something gonna have it, I'm going to have it yeah. completed by next yeah, week. Where, no, no, no. Where, where is my Resident Evil and Undertale review that you promised in like episode one? Well, stop inviting me to Apex then. <laughs> stop messaging me saying Apex, and then maybe I will play those games. You little well, weasel. Not if you get invited to the next flighting, because then we, we eat in some Halo. Oh, mate, that's nothing I want to do more than shoot bots. It's good, man. It's good. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes episode 18 of QRP. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. It's been great seeing you all again. Um, Truly. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to get some sleep. It's quite late here now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Other than that, man, do you have anything to say? Any closing words? I don't know. It was a fun episode. There was lots of stuff to talk about. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I hope everyone else did as well. I'm so excited um, to talk about Halo more. Yeah. I mean, we love that. I'm just buzzing. I don't know. I'm just I'm on a high at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I do believe you probably are high. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, yeah, it was good. And, um, you know, I guess just closing off with, uh, you know, give us a like, give us a sub. Give us a share. You know, we're a small, we're a small channel. Small enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm sure your friends will too, right? Of course. So just share around. You know, it doesn't take much of your time. You're ungrateful. Yeah. You're consuming free content. Don't make you, <laughs> you Oh, know, Tim. Well, yeah, follow our Twitter. <laughs> our Twitter's banging. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh it's it is. It's amazing. It's one of the best. Guys, um, it's been a it's been a pleasure. We'll speak to you next week. Goodbye. It's not, I can't, it's not stopping. Can I stop it? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.